Good morning. This is Tommy Ray, and we're in episode 58 of Water Rights, Laws, Guns, and Money. Today is November 19, 2022. Let's talk about Wyoming. Wyoming is a fairly large state, but is sparsely populated. Wyoming's total population in 2020 was only 582,000. Its largest cities are Cheyenne, with 65,000 residents, Casper, with 58,000, Gillette, 33,000, and Laramie, 32,000. Total area of Wyoming is 63 million acres. That means there are 108 acres for every person in Wyoming. Colorado, by comparison, is about the same size, 67 million acres, with a population of 5.8 million. That is equivalent to 10.8 acres per person. Colorado is approximately 10 times denser than Wyoming. And California has 39 million people on 104 million acres, or 2.7 acres per person. Most of the people in Wyoming live in the eastern half of the state. Where do these cities get their water? Not from the Colorado River drainage sources. Approximately 70% of the water used in Cheyenne comes from mountain streams in the Medicine Bow and Laramie Mountain Ranges. The remaining 30% of water used in Cheyenne comes from wells. Cheyenne has four well fields to the west and northwest of the city. Casper gets its water from two sources. Groundwater provides an average of 70% of Casper's drinking water. Groundwater is pumped from the North Platte River alluvial aquifer via 29 wells. An average of 30% of Casper's drinking water is surface water drawn directly from the North Platte River. This water originates as snowmelt from the upper North Platte River Basin. The city of Gillette is supplied only by groundwater pumped from 26 wells. The wells are drilled into three aquifers, the Lance Fox Hills, the Fort Union, and the Madison Formation. The water is aerated and disinfected before being pumped to the distribution system. And Laramie is served by water drawn from both the Big Laramie River and the Casper Aquifer. There are three well fills that produce about 12 million gallons per day. The Big Laramie River is the largest single source capable of producing 6.5 million gallons per day. The major river in western Wyoming, the Green River, is tributary to the Colorado River. See figure 11 in the photo gallery of our companion website, nowater.com. The Green River is dammed by the Flaming Gorge Dam in northeastern Utah, but backs water into Wyoming. Flaming Gorge is the largest reservoir in Wyoming. Construction on the dam began in 1958 and was completed in 1964. The reservoir stores a maximum of about 3.8 million acre-feet of water when measured at an elevation of 6,040 feet above sea level. 
Flaming Gorge is by far the biggest reservoir in the upper basin, which refers to the vast area covering all waters upstream of Lee's Ferry on the Colorado River in northern Arizona. Flaming Gorge was built to store and control Green River water, which flows into the Colorado in southeastern Utah. Flaming Gorge is the Colorado River system's third biggest reservoir. It's now about 75% full, compared to just 25% or so in both Lake Mead and Lake Powell, the bigger reservoirs downstream. Flaming Gorge is owned and operated by the U.S. Bureau of Reclamation. I'm not sure how decisions are made to release water. I assume it is a joint decision between the Bureau of Rec and the Upper Colorado River Basin states. Per the 1922 Colorado River Compact, the river was divided into Upper Basin and Lower Basin states and agreed to share 15 million acre-feet equally between the two basins. In 1948, the Upper Basin states signed the Upper Colorado River Basin Compact, which apportions their 7.5 million acre-feet allotted under the 1922 Compact. Colorado should be allowed to take 51.75% of the 7.5 million, Utah 23%, Wyoming 14%, and New Mexico 11.25%. Under this agreement, Wyoming should be allowed to use 1.05 million acre-feet every year, but it has been using only about 600,000 acre-feet annually. I think that is because the demand in western Wyoming for Green River water is just not there yet. Remember that when the compact was signed, the upper basin states wanted to have enough water to serve future growth because they were afraid that under the doctrine of prior appropriation, it would not take California long to claim most of the water in the Colorado River. So all seven states agreed on a split, but the upper basin states have not been using all their allotment. Probably a good thing, because there simply isn't as much water in the Colorado River drainage as was planned back during wetter periods. Most of the Colorado River basin water used in Wyoming, about 88%, goes to irrigating grass and alfalfa for cattle. Industry, mainly power plants and mineral processing, accounts for about 9%, and cities and towns, about 3%. The upper basin states are all dependent on the climate. They only get water when it rains or snows. The lower basin states, by contrast, pull water from two large reservoirs, Lake Mead and Lake Powell. Farmers in the lower states have had the convenience of knowing exactly how much water they were going to get the following year. They just put in a request to the Bureau of Reclamation to release their share of the river the following year. It's not a fair system particularly since the Bureau of Rec is now asking the upper basin states 
to conserve or cut back so they can refill Mead and Powell. Although Wyoming uses, as I said, only about 60% of the water it's entitled to under the compact, some say the upper basin states have little to spare given recent flows. Flow determinations and amount available to each state are based on a 10-year running average. I wish I understood more of how the calculations are made as to what each state is entitled to in any given year. But I do know that engineers and lawyers studying the river flows know that the 10-year running averages are not what was expected, and thus the Bureau of Rec has asked each state to cut back on their share. Should the upper basin states be asked to cut back so the lower basin states get most of their allotments? Not sure I know that answer. More conservation by southwestern Wyoming's 2,500 water rights holders could help keep water in the system. For example, ranchers could install more efficient irrigation with assistance from government grants and other funding, said Corey Toy with Trout Unlimited. The Fish Habitat and Angler Advocacy Group has been working with ranchers on such projects in Wyoming for years, and the Flaming Gorge drawdowns have heightened awareness of the problem, Toy said. Flaming Gorge fishing and recreation is a major source of income for many people in southwestern Wyoming. So, depth of water in Flaming Gorge is important to those working this industry. Under a federal deadline to commit additional water to downstream states, Wyoming officials say they can't get specific about volumes. Wyoming joined the three other upper Colorado River Basin states in telling federal officials they will take on additional water conservation efforts but cannot commit to sending specific volumes of water to downstream states in 2023. We stand ready to participate in and support efforts across the basin to address the continuing dry hydrology and depleted storage conditions. Upper Colorado River Commission Executive Director Charles Colum stated in a July 18 letter to the Bureau of Reclamation, the options the upper division states have available to protect critical reservoir elevations are limited. The federal government has asked for firm voluntary water conservation commitments among all seven Colorado River Basin states that would keep an additional 2 million to 4 million acre-feet of water flowing into Lake Powell and Lake Mead into 2023. That's the estimated volume of additional water necessary to keep the levels at Powell and Mead high enough to continue generating hydroelectricity next year. If unsatisfied with the voluntary commitments, the Bureau of Reclamation and Interior Department are prepared to use their federal authority to implement mandatory water conservation actions, 
according to Bureau of Reclamation Commissioner Camille Tootin. Tootin issued the challenge to Colorado River Basin states in June, giving them 60 days to submit their voluntary water savings commitments. States had until August 15 to respond. But for Wyoming, it's impossible to either quantify or guarantee a specific volume of water savings under the ongoing Colorado River Drought Response Operation Plan, according to Wyoming State Engineer Brandon Gebhardt. Mother Nature is the biggest reason behind that, he said. As a headwater state, Wyoming's role in the Colorado River system is that of a supplier, and that supply varies wildly depending on seasonal snowfall, evaporation, and soil moisture, even more so than volumes of water used by ag producers, industries, and municipalities. We really are unable to commit to any specific volumes by that deadline, Gephardt had said. The water supply estimating process requires forecasting data that isn't available until late winter and early spring of 2023. Further, Gephardt added, the federal government lacks the authority to force those with water rights in Wyoming to curtail their water use, and the state is reluctant to do so because it would require coordination among thousands of water rights users. We would much rather have the water rights users decide how they want to be involved than for us to go in and regulate. Rather than committing to sending specific volumes of water downstream, the four upper basin states say they need the Interior's help in pushing Congress to authorize the 2014 System Conservation Pilot Project, the SCPP program. The program offered payments to water rights users who voluntarily cut back on their normal water diversions. Reauthorization is a congressional action, Gephardt said, and because the SCPP program is voluntary, we don't know what amount of participation will occur. The continuing climate change-driven aridification across much of the West has depleted Colorado reservoirs to historic lows, threatening hydroelectric power generation and water supplies to some 40 million people who rely on the river system. The surface elevation at Lake Powell fell to 3,522 feet in June, the lowest since construction of the Glen Canyon Dam in the 1960s. Water intake ducts at the dam's hydroelectric power station would no longer function if the lake's surface level reaches 3,490 feet, according to the Bureau of Reclamation. That's just 32 more feet. Increasing demand for water throughout the Southwest, combined with climate forecasts, suggests the situation will only become worse 
for those dependent on the river system. In June, the Bureau of Reclamation announced it would release an extra 500,000 acre-feet of water from Flaming Gorge Reservoir this year, dropping the surface level by an estimated 15 feet sometime in the fall. Those in the fishing recreation industry on Flaming Gorge need high levels of water. Some fishing boat operators have already dredged 10 feet so boats could still use their marinas. Now, with Flaming Gorge becoming a crucial emergency water supply for the region, they worry the reservoir has nowhere to go but lower still. So far, drawdowns this year have left Flaming Gorge about six feet lower than a year ago and 12 feet lower than two years ago, reaching lows unseen since 2005. Water is their natural resource, and they depend on it. Besides boats not being able to use the marina, the reservoir's Coconese salmon, which are important food for prized lake trout, is in jeopardy. As a 20-year drought creeps even farther up the Colorado River Basin, and seven western states vie for their share of water under the century-old Colorado River Compact, this boating and fishing paradise on the Wyoming-Utah line is now a new flashpoint. The Bureau of Reclamation also plans to withhold 480,000 acre-feet of water in Lake Powell, while Colorado River Lower Basin users agreed to increase water conservation measures. Federal and state officials worry that more drastic measures may be required to maintain critical water levels at Lake Powell and Lake Mead next year and for the foreseeable future. Elements of the Upper Colorado River Commission's counteroffer, or what they call five-point plan, include asking the federal government to fund better water measurement, monitoring, and reporting tools. Combined with reauthorizing the SCPP, Wyoming and other Upper Colorado River Basin states can build a more permanent program to manage water demand, according to Gephardt and the Wyoming Attorney General's Office. Setting up a comprehensive conservation plan is the best Wyoming can offer for now, said Chris Brown, Wyoming Senior Assistant Attorney General for the office's water division. It's something we can do to try to help the system within the time period that the Bureau of Reclamation Commissioner asked for, Brown said, We'll set that up and do what we can to try to incentivize reductions in use. Meantime, Gephardt, the state engineer, said he and other Wyoming officials will continue to work within Governor Mark Gordon's Colorado River Working Group and with all the Colorado River Basin stakeholders in figuring out how Wyoming can help stabilize the river system under worsening conditions, and hopefully keep more water in Flaming Gorge. Gephardt, the state's chief water regulator, acknowledged that continued drought could lead to an even lower Flaming Gorge, 
with the next decision about any new drawdowns due in April. Nobody disputes the root of the problem. The agreement dates to a cooler, wetter time and is based on assumptions about precipitation that simply no longer apply, in part due to climate change. But as businesses are finding out firsthand, recreation is just one of many competing priorities while growing demand in the basin's more populous downstream states, California, Nevada, and Arizona, conflicts with dwindling supply from the more rural states upstream, Utah, Colorado, New Mexico, and Wyoming. Amid jostling by farmers, ranchers, businesses, industries, municipalities, and government officials, it's anyone's guess who will come out ahead or get left behind, including natural ecosystems that need water also. It's a complicated mess, and right now the situation is akin to a snake den because everybody is just out for themselves, said Kyle Rarink, director of the Great Basin Water Network Conservation Group. Wyoming and other upper Colorado River Basin states should feel an obligation to do a better job of accounting for their water use compared to seasonal water availability, Rarink said. That would help those states set more specific targets in contributing to the system-wide drought response plan. For right now, the response from the upper basin states has been, hell no, we're not giving up a drop, Rarink said. Wow, this Colorado River situation is a problem. I fear for the upper basin states, including Wyoming, if it is settled in the U.S. Congress. Think about the implications. Wyoming has one U.S. House representative. California has 52. Who do you think would win that battle? Not for me to decide. The only thing I can decide is to retreat to my favorite mountain stream. I hope you can join me. See you next time.